Hey, it's Fran. We're back. This game could be your life. Though, as we learned this week, it actually can't be everyone's life. It's just the way it goes sometimes. So, big news coming up early on in this episode. I think it's a fun one. We uh, do some cool Philadelphia exploration. But the times, they are changing. Enjoy. not that weird you don't think so joe no um it is weird it's terrible (laughs) (laughs) it's terrible terrible and i hate it i mean how long do you think we could say it's terrible and it's weird and we hate it without saying what it is i don't know four or five hours yeah why don't you tell why don't you tell him friend well kurt's dead don't fucking say that. To us. <laughs> Just to us. He's still alive to his family oh, yeah, and yeah. friends. I, I mean, he only exists in one world for me. And he's no longer part of it. I mean, Kurt has chosen to move on. Gone to the other realm. The spirit realm. And that's it, man. Um, he's abandoned us, guys. He left the podcast is what Fran's trying to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, Kurt, Kurt pulled the plug on, on his, uh, his, his role in this. And, you know, Kurt's really the one that brought us all together. And that start, is true. And started this it was all thing. his idea. So, I mean, it's really just been an obligation keeping him around all this time because of that. So, finally, I feel <laughs> unshackled. I feel free. Free at last. And we've got a different Kurt. It's true. We do. So I guess I guess he saw the writing on the wall when I started to replace him this season. <laughs> They're phasing me out. They got another Kurt. <laughs> and for those wondering, it's not like we kicked him out or anything. He just had family obligations, and the time zone difference was a little too much for when we actually recorded this. Um, we're still all friends, even though I will fucking kill him. No, I, I don't. I don't think person. Kurt and I are friends anymore. He's a weak. He's a weak man. That's I'm true. ashamed. I'm ashamed of him. He's ashamed of himself. I mean, who would want to be friends with him? Uh, that's the way. That's what. That's the way it went down. I mean, he's throwing around, you know, cuck lord and all that shit all the time. And like, <laughs> that's true. It's time to pay the piper, there, buddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Do you guys know? I learned this today. T I L, Oregon, the state of Oregon. Its constitution was written that was going to be an exclusively white state. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's I, I, like the Fran. You actually told me that. I didn't know any of that until we went to visit Kurt um, back in uh, in May when we went out there, and I was like, I was talking to my wife. I was like, Did you know that Oregon has like these wildly like white supremacist roots? And she was like, Oh yeah. And somehow I didn't know. I was a history major, and somehow I missed that part. But yeah, there's like some laws that came off the books about like black people owning property and shit, like in like the 2000s. I wonder I wonder where they got the ideas for those laws. That's crazy. Like 
where else in America would you find laws like that since, you know, the founding I know. It's of it? Nuts. But it is well, it's I mean, usually not that explicit. It's usually not explicit. Well, it was kind of explicit when we lived in a racial case system uh, where uh, you were literally enslaved if you were black. This whole this whole nation is founded on white supremacy. Oregon's just uh, we're just uh, a little late to the dance on it. I think uh, Portland just kind of takes the some attention away from that state. It's a beautiful state, but I do think it's got some some deep seated things. And honestly, Portland is the whitest city I've ever been to in my life. Like, yeah, they maybe they they like brown people in Portland, but they sure as fuck don't know any. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's none there. Well, you got white people with dreadlocks, which is, you know, black adjacent. I didn't, honestly, I didn't even see that. It didn't even seem particularly crunchy to me. Um, yeah, just more Black are... Lives Matter signs than black people. Yeah, yeah. a lot of, of lim- limousine liberals all over the place. If, yeah. if there are any uh, white people with dreads that are listeners, uh, just take your buds, earbuds out of your hair, go into your kitchen or wherever you cut your hair, and cut them all off. Immediately. Do that immediately. Is that your, your stance on white boy dreads? Yeah, it's just not a good look. No, it's not a good look. I, because I'm thinking, is there anyone cool with that with white boy dreads? Like, who's I mean, the, uh, all the members of Corn, right? Yeah, let's talk about Corn again. They're, let's spend like I mean, they're like talking about Corn. <laughs> they're cool despite their dreads. <laughs> well, my thing <laughs> is, like, if you most people who most white people their hair doesn't form dreads naturally right that's true you're gonna hasten your own hair loss doing that shit so it's just like you gotta put shit in it or you gotta like you basically it's like it's like the ultimate trying too hard you know it's like I'm just like trying to be cool by doing whatever the fuck you do to get dreads and it's not normal I don't know that's my take on it. Hot take. Hot dread take. <laughs> Controversial <laughs> opinion here. White dreads are whack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to get a lot of internet blowback on this. Did you, ever, right. have, did you ever have dreads, Jeff? Me? No, no. I've never had like long hair, really. I thought you, Fun were, fact. I thought you were a programmer, man. Nah, I am, but I, uh, I, I used to shave my head like with a big razor every day. In okay. high school, I looked like a fucking psychopath. Like, <laughs> I looked crazy, dude. Like, yeah. Uh, no, I never had long hair. Have you ever had long hair, uh, Fred? No, my hair always grew up. I have, like, curlier. Now, you know, my hair is on its way out. But I've got, like, curly hair and it grows up. It's never, like, I've had, like, big hair, but I've never had, like, long hair. It yeah, just doesn't, it doesn't grow that way. Yeah. Joe has luxurious long hair. Yeah. He does. I smell it. Kurt too. Oh, wait, fuck that guy. Though. You know what? Fuck yeah, him. yeah. Fuck him. Fuck it. Yeah, Kurt. this is kind of the ultimate cuck. There's someone on the podcast he created using the name Kurt Howard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kurt. Kurt was the originator, dude. He brought it all in. He did. You know. Well, we're never gonna forget you, Kurt. Probably because we talk to you like every day. All right. Well, let's get down to some business. That is why we're all here together. Kurt, we miss. No, you. we don't. I'm right yeah, here. I mean, there's only one Kurt in my eyes, and I'm looking right at him, Joe. <laughs> so last time, things got weird. I think it's fair to say things got real fucking weird. Things got weird. We we played 
a 4chan game, which <laughs> really, like, especially in 2019, is really absolutely unacceptable. But yeah. we did it. I, I don't know if it's good or bad that we ignored all of the rules and just took the really like crappy concepts of it and played them up in extremely egregious, blatant ways. Um, but as a result, you guys uh, turned into lesbians and raced cars while looking for Scrod, who is some kind of role-playing uh, universe nexus overlord. Who knows? But Tensor, back in Philadelphia, he offered an exchange for uh, helping you guys out, laying low, getting some info in Philly. You would do this for him. So that's where we are now. The race has been run. Our champion, Carletta, crossed the finish line. Cortina not doing so well. Paralyzed in a car accident. A flaming wreck on the return leg of the journey. Your monster truck. You had a monster truck, right? Um, or just I think a pickup so. truck. Yeah. Yeah, I probably didn't have enough car stats to get a real monster truck. Regardless, it's a flaming wreck. And you're in it. Flames licking at your body seductively. <laughs> <laughs> Carletta, you've crossed the finish line. You spy what must be this Scrod character in like a real shitty drag outfit, boarding a helicopter, dangling rope ladder as it's starting to lift him up away from the scene. He's looked over at you. You know if he has a way of sensing it, some magic, just the twinkle in your eye, whatever it is. But he knows you're not of this place. You came here in a similar fashion to him. There are the true car lesbians of this world, the ones who populate this world and make it what it is. Then there are interlopers, like you, like him, like Kurt slash Kurtina, and Randy, who you notice has peeled away in his sports car? I forget what he drove. She drove. Let's say sports car. Burning rubber. Peeling out, leaving skid marks all over the place as they pull away from this racing area. You see Randy... Female Randy hangs her head out the window, gives you a wink, gives you the finger, then makes one of those pussy-eating faces with the two fingers, and then speeds off into the night. I just stare like... Uh, I have no idea how to process that. Uh, question, do I have my weapons? Do I have my weapons? Mm, not your weapons. I'd imagine someone, a tough, tough gal like you probably has some kind of weapon, though. Uh, Probably a rocket launcher. A tough guy like you definitely would have a rocket launcher. I checked the, the glove. You peel open the glove compartment. You see tranquilizer darts and a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I load it and I take a shot. And as this is going on, as you're doing this, you see the flames getting closer and closer to Cortina. Um, who, okay. for some reason, isn't moving. Now that you look at her, her body is twisted. She's like blinking her eyes rapidly at you. What's going? What's okay. going through your mind, Cortina? You see Carletta reaching into the glove compartment, scanning the area. As the flames lick my body seductively, I let out a, mo- a low moan. Is it pain or pleasure? <laughs> who knows? I okay. I uh, I consider I, I consider I the dark god. And then I reconsider it, and I throw it. I do one of those really cool moves where you like go in reverse and like fling the front of your mm-hmm. car around. And I drive up to uh, to uh, Cortina and hop out and try to extricate her from the car. While he's while she's doing that, um, you know, I, I remember my previous life, 
this new body is so gripping. It's the second time in recent memory I've been in a new body. I think I'm starting to get the hang of it, this change up. Uh, and um, I reach deep within my mind to uh, to remember who I am and my true skills, and I attempt to, to change into my demon form. Okay. You dig deep. You know there are, every moment you've spent here, you do for yourself kind of drifting a little bit away. And then this, this bargain, this compact you have with your patron, you know it exists in this other place, but it's also written into your soul. It's not something you can leave behind, even if you wanted to. Maybe you've tried it in the past and it hasn't worked. So you know that it is buried somewhere within you. So why don't you tap... Roll hotness. <laughs> I guess roll, roll hotness. Roll your hotness. Or a car. What do you think? <laughs> oh, man. Really? You're, 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 the body is, <laughs> this is might battered. Be, my, my demon body is kind of like my car. <laughs> it does sometimes come with a motorcycle. What would you rather roll? Like a, a real stat? I would rather roll a real stat. My hotness and my car are both low. <laughs> sure. Why don't you then roll that... Uh... Isn't this normal? Is this normally yeah, blood? Why don't you roll your blood then, Cartina? That's favorable. Come on, baby. Oh fucking hell! I rolled a fucking five. No help for you. God, the that's flames terrible. are now in- engulfing the- your legs. Damn! It just fails, or I thought it. I thought it like worked with like a caveat. Now, this or is a, a different. Wait, let me pull up. A different realm. It's not uh, exactly the same thing. Yeah, fair so enough. So you try to like muster some strength, and you uh, feel a little fire in within you, tapping into the the demonic power that you know resides within you. It's weird. Normally, you feel it kind of come from your chest, from your soul. I mean, this, however, the the flame, the power, is starting at your feet and starting to rise higher, and it doesn't seem to be granting you any <laughs> powers either. It just seems like it fucking. I, I, I like hop out. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, real quick. Um, I don't have any corruption moves yet, do I? I just want to see if I have any like options for myself here. Fuck, I got nothing. I'm coming up short. Carry on. I hop out of the car. I um, I break a window or whatever I got to do to get access to her, and um. I start you do. Out. You do that cool reverse thing, spin out um, a couple of times, just kind of spinning your way back along the road. Yeah, gotta get There's the uh, flaming wreck of the Subaru that's stuffed with like 30 women. Um, their bodies are burning, arms, legs being just tossed out of it. You don't even know who's tossing them, but they're just all over the place. The bad, uh, this whole runway, this raceway is just wreckage. And you run up to where you see Curtina inside, still blinking. It's managed to move her body a little bit, but she doesn't look to be in good shape. You reach into the pickup truck, monster truck, sports car that they are driving um, and pull her body out. And the whole thing is limp. And you feel it kind of like moving around. It's like you're pulling on like a bag of blood with like chunks of shit floating around inside. of it. it doesn't, does not feel good. Curtina does not look like she's doing well. Well, I can't think of anything good to do here. So I think we got to get you back to where we came from and hope like hell just fixes up whatever's ailing you. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Um, do I have an idea of how, do we have an idea of how to get out of here? So you kind of arrive down this road. 
when you had walked in, you came down a hallway, then you kind of all found yourselves in the car. But you noticed that the area where kind of beyond the starting line, which is, you know, the finish line, it was like a there and back. So the area behind the finish line is unusually like dark. Like you can't even really see what's over there. You get the impression if you like walked into that space, that it would probably take you back from where you came. Sure. I um, opened the door, the, the pa- one of the passenger doors, um, gingerly place. Cortina's uh, limp As you're doing this, too, you see a, a helicopter dising- disappearing into the night sky, kind of standing on one of the skids as it pulls away. You see kind of this feeble old woman with a wispy blonde mustache looking down at you. <laughs> they're um, a, a, a good distance the- as, I mean, they're flying away. Yeah, I figure we're not going to be able to keep up with a... Uh, helicopter. I, I, I put the body in, and then I gun it to that black spot. You do so. Just, you drop the hammer. Yeah. Peel out and just shoot into this darkness. Once again, like you did before, you have like this displacement feeling as your your body kind of changes, and you feel yourself removing from the flesh that you were in, then drop down into something else. You hear like the rattling of dice. You hear in a, in a, like a loud eraser running just kind of somewhere in the ether. And then moments later, kind of lost track of time. Both of you feel yourselves walking upright, coming down a dark hallway, which leads back into that circular room in Tensor's basement. You guys are in the same condition okay. as when you had left. It looks like all of your gear is here. Your body, once again, intact. Kurt, you're, you're feeling better, Kurt. All right. Woo, that was something. <laughs> I think we lost Randy there. He's gone. She's gone. Did she got did she die? No, no, no. She just uh I think she was feeling herself, as the kids might say. And chose to live her life as a <laughs> she car. She just lives in the car now. lesbian universe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I don't blame her because uh his life here was absolute <laughs> trash. <laughs> Like, he lived in that fucking hole. That is true. With Yobu. And those two little dogs. How would you like to have Yobu for a roommate? Well, I don't think you gotta worry about Yobu anymore. Uh, What do you mean? Me. (laughs) Did you kill Yobu? Maybe. Yes, I did. I killed Yobu. I killed Yobu. I got, my anger got a little a hold of me there, and I may have tracked him down over the course of one night with the help of uh, Henry Derringer's ghost, and I did indeed kill Yobo. Wow, really? That is true, yes. Clearly, someone did not listen to the episodes that have come out. <laughs> Damn. I've been kind of doubting your, uh, your status as a quote-unquote hunter. Yeah. I hunted what? him real good, <laughs> really good. I killed there him in go. the. I killed him at a high school, actually. If you want to know the, the details. Yeah, well, uh, you can fill me in later. That okay. sounds that sounds like a real. He killed him at. He killed him at Garrett. Well. Oh wow, <laughs> that's funny. He was jacking off. <laughs> he was jacking off at Newman Garetti. <laughs> he was jacking off at Newman Garetti. That's fucked up. <laughs> It's a high school. You can't do that. Well, I think you did right killing Yobu. Yeah. You just make your way down this hallway. 
and back into this uh, central room, the basement of Tensors. You come into it. This has got his big gaming table in the basement, all of these doors off to the side. And he is down there at the table. It's a bunch of dice, paper, pencils, rule books and stuff kind of scattered all over it. There's like a little floating disc next to him that he's got some uh, a drink on. He turns when he sees you come into the room. Well, gentlemen, was your time successful? Uh, it was actually quite unsuccessful. Mm. Uh, Kurt, Kurt here broke his neck. Uh, Randy chose to live her 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 life now as a car. Mm. So it was game. a it was a good game. I've uh, never actually played it. I downloaded I downloaded it years the, ago. The I've never gone around to playing it. <laughs> the rules are a little hard to follow. The mechanics are, are flawed, but <laughs> but the flavor. Would you recommend it for uh, like is a, really a one something. Shot. Yeah, you could probably have a fun night with it. But no luck with Scrod. No luck with well, Scrod. Well, that's okay. We'll just uh, we'll go into another one and try to find him there, right? There's, now that we know there's no consequences for breaking your neck in assuming these worlds, you're able to, Assuming you're able no to make deal. it back. Yeah. Should we... Uh, what do you think here, Kurt? You think we should try another door? You know, uh, if you had asked me 10 minutes ago, I would have said no. But now that uh, I'm back on my feet, I say, why not? Um, it's kind of fun. So as you Maybe. come into this area, too, you notice your, your phone starts blowing up, uh, Kurt. Oh, and shit. looking at it, you see the date. You've been gone about a week and a half. Oh, you wow. You have a bunch of messages. What is your uh, cell phone status, Carl? Do you carry a cell phone regularly? I do. I have a uh, I have a burner phone that I carry. So you've uh, um, a message pops up on yours as well, but you've got multiple messages from your your patron. It looks like Kurt. Oh boy. Okay, I go uh, and listen to those messages. You, Hold you on, listen fellas. to the first one. Kurt, I'm checking in about the escape room. You said you had a. Location. I'm still interested in hearing all about it. And I'm wondering if you think it might be a good location for... Uh, I'm starting one of those rental scooter companies to use in Philadelphia. Perhaps we could put some uh, outside of the place as well. I was thinking maybe we could just arrange for the scooters to only drive there. Get back to me. And he hangs up. <laughs> there are several more messages kind of reiterating uh, the same theme, getting a little more annoyed with you since they've been left over the course of several days. And then one of the messages, he, he also mentions that I'm not sure why you're not picking up the phone. I'm having a hard time feeling you out there, but another matter has come to my attention as well. I'd like you to look into for me. If you're not too busy with whatever it is you do, being fancy, call me back. I'm just, uh, just hanging out. Then he hangs up. Jeez, okay. All right. Why? Wait, why are we doing this for uh, Tensor again? So he, he had said, you guys had come by trying to get some information um, about what was going on with Councilman Jackson, who seems pretty pissed off about you guys killing Lil Mikey. That was like his, his like sponsor was uh, paying for a lot of his research and stuff like that. And you guys had gotten the impression that he was looking for you. So he was going to try to do some recon for you 
and get some intelligence on the matter in exchange for you getting some info or capturing and or killing Scrod. And mm-hmm. we've learned that this guy's a He vampire, did mention right? that, yes. Yeah. Tensor mentioned that Councilman Jackson is a vampire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so listen, Carl, um, some business has come up on my end. Uh, I might have to postpone our next uh, attempt. Okay. Uh, let me let me uh, let me step outside. Oh, and make I a phone call. should I'll mention that the councilman has been looking around for you, and uh, his forces, I must say, have become a bit more active. You're bringing a lot of heat on people by the things that you did, both of you and your friend. It's not a very comfortable time to be operating in the city. Yeah, it might be good to uh, duck into the role-playing world for another week or two. Uh, let me just make this phone call. Okay. So I go upstairs and um, and uh, call my boss. He lets it ring, probably longer than he needs to before answering it. Mm-hmm. Hello? Oh, hey, boss. I'm having uh, a lot of fun uh, over it's here. Kurt? You're going to have to talk louder with all this noise. This party noise. There's no uh, noise boss, in the it's, bo- boss, it's it's me, Kurt. Oh, who who is it? Can you hear me? Okay. Oh, Kurt. Kurt, Kurt Howard. Howard. I thought I thought you quit. No, you know I can't no, quit, you're boss. Right, you can't. Where, where, yeah. where have you been, Kurt? Wait, wait. Can I quit? No, no, no. Whoever gave you that end. <laughs> well, you just did. You no, just no, said no. there's no quitting, especially for Kurt no. Howard. <laughs> uh well yeah uh just uh returning your phone call there boss uh sorry for the slow response time uh you know um i i got a uh i got a spot a uh, perfect spot for the escape room just like you wanted fantastic and is, is construction underway uh no, well no um no, I just uh, I just uh, found a spot. I was going to tell you about it, so we could get I'd moving like to on. Hear it. about it. Okay, it's a. Um, it is uh, right now. It's a dugout foundation. Uh, they're building a property on it. I think we need to get a hold of it though, because in its basement is a door to the underground. The Leo door specifically. And it's a lot of cat shit in there and stuff. It's kind of nasty, but. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, such a such a discreet way to uh, come and go, uh, I think, is exactly what you're looking for, for for this place, isn't it? Plus, it's in a hot, up-and-coming neighborhood. It's in Whitman. You know, property values are just shooting up around there. It's a great time a to buy. fascinating proposal. I'm not sure how anyone would escape from such a place, but that's really the point of it, isn't it, Kurt? Mm-hmm. Good work. Thanks, boss. Thank you. It's really good to hear you say that. You know, it's just because, you know, I'm out here. I I really want to just do a good job for you. You know, I'm working uh, real hard, and I, uh, I'm i just really glad you like it. Thank well, I'll you. I'll see you. Why don't you send me the address, and I'll see if I can secure some permits. Yeah. Oh, here's the other thing, boss. Um, uh, the people that are uh, trying to build on it right now are... Um, are uh, are somebody you're already doing business with? Um, Have you been checking up on me? Well, no. It's just you had me uh, visit um, 
what the fuck are they called? Fifth um, Street LLC. Fifth Street LLC. Uh, you had me visit their offices yeah, a while ago and deliver something. They said they were having a problem with a werewolf. Oh, well, guess what? Um, that werewolf's definitely not going to be a problem anymore. Fantastic. I took care of that. Well, it looks like you're going to be the problem for them now. Hey, whatever, whatever, you, whatever we got to do, boss, so be it. You say the word. Uh, you said there was something else that you wanted to talk to me it about? Was. Some young ladies have come across a, a book and have undertaken a summoning ritual through reaching out to someone, someone on my side of things. They don't know the, what they're getting into. Why don't you follow up on it for me and see if there's anything there worthwhile, if their souls are worth something to me. Okay. Um, do you got... Uh... Uh, a dossier on them. I'll send you some info. They're Address? all students at Moore. They okay. Bought a book at a garage sale. They think it's all fun and games, but they don't really know what they've gone into. <laughs> no, it's it's not a. I mean, it's fun, but it's not games. It's fun working for you. Don't I? I, I love working for and you. You don't think there's any games involved? Uh, well, um, you know, sometimes actually, uh, actually, I played a game to. Uh, take care of that werewolf for you. Oh, did you? Isn't what that funny? Car oh, lesbians. Ever I heard of it? Rated on four, <laughs> on four chain. Well, you you did a great job, oh. boss. The mechanics are flawless. I'm glad you enjoyed. Uh, it's a real, uh, it's a real joy to play. What do you think is more important, character development, hotness or car? Uh, that, uh, that's the that's you know struggling with that question's the. That's the that's the sublime joy of the game. It's true, they have so much detail and shed so much light on an individual. <laughs> on a human condition. I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, what else is there? Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Wow. Well, all right, boss. Uh, you just send me that info, and um, is it is it? Uh, yeah. Okay. Great. I'll talk to you later, Curtis. Okay. Bye, boss. Answer the phone when I call. Yeah, yes, sir. Sorry, I was away dealing with that werewolf in Carla's being world. He hangs up. Do you, you send him the address of the lot and everything? He said he'd look into getting some permits or whatever need to, to be done. Yeah, yeah. I, I send him the address of the lot. Then he sends you some info as well about some students over at Moore. It looks like they got some kind of like demonic book and were fucking around with it and kind of sent out like a a call to the uh, demonic realms that ha- your patron has sort of answered or at least become aware of. And he wants you to follow up on it and see if there's anything uh, worthwhile with these young ladies. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Art students. Who art students like? Toughest nails. <laughs> Usually. true. Uh, do I have any messages or anything like that on my phone? You do. You have a, me- a message pops up. You recognize the number. It's Father Minocchio. Oh, fuck. I missed church. And that's, exact- that's exactly what he's mentioned Shit. to you. Hey, uh, Carl. Father Minocchio here, man. And you know, you promised. You said I'd see you in church on Sunday. I gotta say, I'm, I'm disappointed. Spiritual level, personal level as well. Really, really thought that I could count on, you know, we had a conversation, the flock, 
They're leaving. Church ain't what it needs to be. We need community leaders like you to get involved. It's not too late. Then he hangs up. He, I, then um, he hangs up. I Venmo him. Uh, why don't you? Why don't you roll your heart since you refuse to honor? A, ah, you refuse you, to honor a debt. Uh oh. You did tell him you'd be at church on Sunday when he passed that collection basket. Really fucked up, man. I had no idea it was going to be like this. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have rolled an eight. So you choose one. You owe him an additional debt. You lose face with his faction, um, or you mark corruption. Um, I'm just going to owe him a debt. No, no, you're not. Pick one of the other two. <laughs> Pick one of the other two. What? I guess I'll mark corruption. Okay. Yeah, because fuck that guy, right? You got what you wanted from him. He gave you some useful information that helped you kill Yobu. You know? Well, yeah. Fuck I mean, you. I guess we recorded the, uh, <laughs> the the thing with him like a month, two months ago. Sure. So... All right. Oh, I'm close to corruption. Shit. Are either of you interested in joining one of my re- weekly games? Uh, Tensor? Yeah, I'm, I'm running. I'm uh, currently I, running I, a first edition Shadowrun game, and I'm also running a game. It's uh, about a Spanish soap opera. It's called Passion de Passions. Yeah, Tensor, I'll join one of your games. Yeah, I can get Tuesday nights. Okay. Great. Tuesday night today. I got Dart League on uh, Wednesdays, so I can't really do Tuesdays. Well, the Tuesday's the first edition Shadow Run. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be it, there. But let's, so listen, I find that the, the rules of first edition <laughs> offer a certain complexity and nuance that even second edition doesn't offer. <laughs> well, okay, sure. You know, I've never played any edition of, um, what is it, Swallow yes. Run? No, it's Shadowrun, you nincompoop. <laughs> yeah, it's not, is it like car lesbians? No. It's like a <laughs> cyberpunk game. I think you'd probably like sounds to be cool. like a street samurai or something. Yeah, that sounds pretty fun. They're, we're playing street with samurai. nine other people. The game moves very slowly. Okay, that's fine. Can I bring some friends? Sure. Okay, cool. Uh... Listen, we're going to have to put uh, this little uh, squad capture mission on pause. Hopefully we can come back and Did finish that up for you. Did you learn anything but... useful about Scrad? Uh, yeah, he is. Um, he rides in helicopters. So you saw him. He was in car lesbians. We saw him. Yeah. Match your description exactly, except, it was, uh, except he was a car lesbian instead of a man. I could tell you he could he could tell we were not of that world immediately. I'm not surprised. Scrod and I have done battle over countless role-playing worlds. He is a sneaky one. Slippery fella. Yes, quite. Yeah. Well, like I said, the councilman has been asking around about you, and his forces are out there. I'm hearing there's increased Vampire activity all around North Philadelphia. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, we'll keep an eye out for Perhaps that. Perhaps it's not a great idea to invite you to my game after all. Well, yeah, it's too late. Uh, 
But uh, listen, uh, Carl, I, I'm going to need your help with something, all right? Okay. Let's so see, let's, let's go. Up. Let's roll. Oh, uh, and I, I leave the building. Uh, I look at uh, I look at Tensor and I look at the door and I just kind of like look back and forth and look, th- thank you and uh, I walk I walk after. Uh, so you guys go upstairs. You're on the 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 ground floor of his role playing game shop, and then you let let yourselves out. It's locked. Place is closed. It seems to be a, it's about midnight or so is what your phone says. So you step out into the night air and for the first time in a while, it's a little breeze. It's kind of cool. There's been the suffocating heat wave that's been going on for a couple of weeks. It looks like while you were gone, it's now like early August. Um, but it's cool. It's cooler than you'd expect it to be this time of year. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Um, all right. Here's the deal, Carl. Uh, we need to uh, find a couple art students. And um, pretty much just uh, convince them to sell their souls to uh, to a demonic force. I'm not doing that. Easy, right? <laughs> I can't. Do well, it. I'll tell you what. You might get to save their souls if it's not if they're not worth a damn. I could do that. We'll see. We'll see when we get there, huh? Yeah, is this like a right now sort of job? Um, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Okay. All right, let's do it. Okay. Uh, first thing we're going to do is we're going to go to, uh... You guys are in, uh, We're going to go to the library. Is where Greyhawk's Tensor Shop is. Okay. First thing we're going to do is we're going to go to, uh, the main branch of the library on the parkway. And then we're going to go to, to, uh, Staples. Uh, on chestnut. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. You have you got a plan here, but you're gonna owe me for this. If I'm if I'm gonna help you out on this job, you're gonna owe me one. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. I, I just help you with five fucking jobs in a row, and now uh, <laughs> now I ask you for one, and I owe you. It yeah, was sure. a fair trade. I like I like job. how that works. It was a fair trade. It was one job. All right. Fine. Whatever. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Hmm. I think that's, it doesn't sound like a fair trade in, in your eyes, Kurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You we'll agreed keep, to it. We'll just keep it moving here. Okay. So it is, it is late at night. I don't know if you're planning on breaking into the library, or, but it is closed. But you can certainly break into it if that was your plan. Yeah, okay. Isn't the uh, isn't the secret occult section open all night? Because uh, that's when people want to read that do stuff. Do you know someone over there? Can I like put a name to a face here and see if I do? Uh, I think you're what you're actually doing is hitting the streets. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess like a faction I would be after would be power here if I'm looking for like a cult. Yeah, that sounds that, that sounds like it's uh, power. What exactly are you looking for? Something you want um, access to like the free library special collection? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Just want to get there and make some photocopies, really. Yeah, why don't you roll uh, your power? Okay. Oh, pretty good. Uh, I rolled a seven. You know the night doorman 
over at the secret entrance into the free library where they keep all the good occult stuff. You've tapped into it a little bit. It's not really your world, but there have been times that you've uh, needed to do it, needed to, to access it. So choose one. Uh, you get to pick. It's going to... They're either juggling their own problems or whatever you need is more costly than anticipated. So either it's going to have a cost to you or you might have to like do something to help someone out or the medet, something along those lines. Uh, I'll take the first one. Uh, more costly than... No, uh, juggling their own... They juggling their own problems, yeah. So you get over there and the guy... He's like a big fucking dude. You've often wondered where he came from. He must be like an enchanted being of some sort. So it's along the uh, the, the parkway entrance. It's not, it's not off the parkway. It's in the back. Whatever is that? What street is that? Oh, I don't know. What street so is that? right behind the parkway there. Is it like Hamilton? No. Anyway, whatever it is, it's, it's that street. There's an entrance over there. There's a door that, some steps that go down, a door that opens up, which puts you in like a little vestibule. And then that's where this guy is. You've never known his name, but he's big. He barely fits into the room. He sees you. What do you say to him? Oh, it's Wood Street, FYI. Oh, Wood Street. Or Vine Street, maybe. Um... What's this guy's name? His name is Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Hello. <laughs> How you doing tonight? I'm so man? hungry. I'm just constantly hungry. Oh, fuck. I know how that is. What are you in the mood I for, buddy? I cheese steaks. Okay. In six different places. Oh, it's the oh. only thing that will satisfy me. <laughs> Listen, Mark, Mark. I need gyms, There's only one steak. I need Dalessandros. I need... No, Mark. I need pots. <laughs> Mark, listen, listen. You don't want those ones. There's only one cheesesteak worth eating. It's Steve's Prince's Steaks, and they got a Center City location. No, there. I need them all. It's the only thing that can satisfy me tonight. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, what do you want? You want Delisandro's six gyms? different ones. <laughs> okay. Delisandro's in the Northeast, number one. <laughs> Gym. That's in Rocks. That's in Roxborough, not the Northeast. That's true, I suppose. <laughs> no, that's in the Northeast, isn't it? That's no, it's in Roxborough. I mean, the Northeast is four hundred square miles. It's true. So, like, it could be anywhere. Roxborough yeah, is like Roxborough is like the Roxborough Northwest. Isn't really in the Northeast. It's in, in the Northwest. Um, yeah, um, I want, I Chubbies want is right across the street, so we'll get both no, of them. No, no Chubbies. I don't like. <laughs> I don't like Chubbies. It does kind of suck. Cats, no Genos. I'll know. <laughs> I, I would too. I would cold, too. Okay. Cold beer at Chew and Shelton. Okay. <laughs> and and then surprise me with two other. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. All right. Let's split uh, up here. I'll go down. I'll go, I'll go. I'll do gyms. I'll do. What do they want? Pats. Yeah, you hit South Philly. I'll do. Uh, I'll do get, get him gyms, gyms Pats. Get him Tony Luke's. They'll be open. Okay. Maybe, maybe yeah, get, get a little broccoli to- rob for yourself. You get a little broccoli rob for you for me while you're down there. Uh, roast pork and broccoli rob, please for me. <laughs> 
at Tony Luke's. <laughs> or Phillips, if you want to go all the way down there. <laughs> Phillips? The Phil's on, like, what's that, like 21st and Passion? Yeah. That place is all right. But no, yeah, hit uh, hit those three you said. Uh, I'll I'll go north. Uh, I'll I'll hit up uh, Cold Beer, Delisandros, and chubbies? what else is up there? No chubbies. No, de- <laughs> I'm sorry, no chubbies. <laughs> and I um, like chubbies. And uh, I guess I'll go to Steve's in the northeast. All right, I guess I'll see you back in like two. No, hours. no, wait, 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 wait. This surprise one's going to be the Explorer's Den at LaSalle oh, University. The, <laughs> the worst cheesesteak in the city. It probably is. <laughs> how uh, how you guys doing this venture? Uh, I'm going to summon my demon motorcycle <laughs> and fly across the sky. I have, Heel- have Heelys on. Uh, no, I'm going to, uh, I guess, take a cab. Okay. And just let it run while I, uh... You've got the shorter trip, so... Sure, yeah. Shouldn't be too bad. So it's not hard. I mean, these things, these businesses are all open all night. It's really just a matter of covering, covering the ground. But you go out there and you guys get your get your cheesesteaks. Fuck, we could have mm-hmm. just waited till the goddamn morning. <laughs> it's going to take that long. <laughs> I know. How much money did we spend on? Spent like $80 on cheesesteaks. Cheesesteaks got expensive too, man. Some of these things, $13, $14 a cheesesteak they're charging you. He picked all the fucking high-priced tourist ones Yeah, too. you kind of think he may not know a lot about cheesesteaks. You know, he doesn't. He didn't like request a specific. He just wanted six unique cheesesteaks. So eventually you do round them all up. You pick up anything for yourselves? Carl, did you get my uh, roast pork at Tony oh, Luke's? Yeah, yeah, I got two of them. One for me, one for you. Once a Philadelphian consumes 1,000 cheesesteaks, they level up and start ordering roast pork at these places. That's true. You're done with cheesesteaks. I haven't, I'm not there yet. <laughs> You'll I, get there. Dude, I, I feel like the, the best cheesesteak debate is just so tiresome and boring. <laughs> like, I just, I just like intuitively shut down when it starts going on. I'm like... Uh, oh, okay, yawn. Like, it is a boring. Yeah, I mean, they're because I don't even. Aren't that, I don't even eat these. They're not that things. good. So, not, like arguing about like the best. It's like you're arguing about who came in eighth place. Like, well, no one really, <laughs> like, no one really gives a shit. You came in eighth place. Though that being said, I like Campos. I think they're pretty fucking good. Even though only because <laughs> I eat like one cheesesteak a year at Phillies games. I get like uh, for being a season ticket holder, I get one free sandwich a year at a Phillies game. And I just get like a Campos cheesesteak at the ballpark, and I like it. Because I, Do you have full yeah. season tickets? No, I have a, a partial plan. I have a seventeen. Okay. I have two tickets for seventeen games. All right, but that that Campos, counts as a uh, season ticket. Campos is fine. Uh, I was always, I always like the Explorers. Then there's like two kinds of cheesesteaks, right? There's your fuck, there's your like fancy tourist cheesesteak, like all the places we just mentioned. And then there's your humble ordinary cheesesteak that's from like either like a pizza place or uh or a lunch cart or a bodega or whatever. Yeah. Like I always like those they're better. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. They're Dude, cheaper. It's all the fucking same. There's a reasonable amount of meat with American cheese instead of like a stupid amount of meat with cheese whiz. I do like the whiz, man. I I'll, I'll go I do I like get, the I'll whiz go whiz wit when I get one. I used to go to I there was a summer when I got out of college I was disgusting. I lived across from uh 
a grocery called Castro Grocery at um, 16th and Dickinson. And they had like $3 cheesesteaks that I just lived on. You go in there and order like six of them? Uh, like throughout the day, yeah. <laughs> like one at a time, but like drink, eat, drinking day's soda and eating $3 cheesesteaks. <laughs> $3 cheesesteak? That's almost too cheap. Yeah. It was, they were good, man. They were just fine for $3. It is the the food at if I was, Philadelphia. If I was going to break veg on a cheesesteak, I would go to Castro. When I broke uh, veg, which I was for a long time, hot, hot dog at a Phillies game. That was where, mm. where I went. Oh, jeez! How was that as a you know as an experience was, as a return it was to wonderful? Well, I was actually a vegan for a long time. Um, all, long? I didn't know that. How long? How long? Uh, the last two years of high school. All through college, and then a little bit after. So, like six years, five, six years, something like that. Um, oh, so you never had an Explorers? I did. I ate other things. The Explorers, and I never had an Explorers and cheesesteak. And when I stopped being vegan, I was just like, "This is fucking dumb. Like, why am I doing this?" I uh, I had a YooHoo and a Crimpet, and it was the best fucking <laughs> thing, man. <laughs> there's not even milk in you. No, there, there is. So, there's a little bit of dairy. It's true. It is chocolate drink. But there's some kind of like casein or one of those fucking haha. You thought this was vegan, and then the last ingredient was some bullshit. But man, I was like a pig and shit eating that. I was like, oh my god, yoohoo and crimpet. Oh, I bet. loved that shit growing up, and I went right back. You, oh man, like your your grandmother must have been so oh happy that you were eating gravy again. My whole Italian family was like, this is a miracle. They were so fucking. Franny, <laughs> Franny, you're so skinny, Franny. Franny's back. Franny's back. Dude, and I want. <laughs> Picture me like 25 pounds lighter, 30 pounds lighter than I am now. Yeah. I was a fucking yeah. thin, thin young man. But yeah, fucking now I'm eating neck bones like they're going out of business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just chewing on them. Give it to me. I'm, no, that's cool. I don't need to cook it. I'll just eat it like this. <laughs> so you uh, bundle up your cheesesteaks, bring them back. Let me hear the six again. What do we got? What do we got? Well, I went. I went to uh, Pat's. You got Pat's, Tony Luke's, Sonny's, and Tony Luke's. Okay. And what about the the north, west, northeast contingent? Uh, we got uh, cold beer. Um, I, is that place famous at Chew and no, Children's? Like I've never gone there. Place that we that we would buy forties of something called Cokey Nine Hundred for a dollar twenty five. I'm trying to picture the intersection in my mind. Oh, you know what? I think I have been there. It's kind of behind. Um, like you've, you've definitely been there. If you went to LaSalle, yeah. you definitely bought some shit there. It's like right down the yeah. road from LaSalle. Yeah, like if you kind of go down, um, what fucking street is that? Worcester Avenue? Yeah, exactly. And like make a left. Okay. Um, yeah, so we got cold beer cheesesteak. We got Explorer's Den. Uh, that was real close. And um, Delisandros. What was the other one? Delisandros in Roxbury. I'm so happy that you brought me these cheesesteaks down this evening. Finally, my magical hunger can be satiated by these cheesesteaks. Whiz wit. I'm so <laughs> happy with these. <laughs> and he, this big, That's this great, dude, this like, gigantic dude who can barely fit in the room is just like, oh, shoving these things down. Oh, my manners, excuse me. What can what can I do for you tonight, Cart? Well, through in between bites of roast pork, I'm like, oh, I just want to do a get in get into the um is that roast, the special is that roast pork. Yeah, you want a yes, bite? I do. <laughs> I give him he a bite. 
Yeah. Um, I uh, I just wanted to get into the um, the uh, the special section for for a few hours here. Is that okay? No, I'm. I wouldn't let someone inside. But how could I say no to man who bring me six cheesesteak in the middle of the evening? <laughs> 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 hey, you, a friend, a friend, a friend in need is a friend indeed. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. One hand washes the other, right, Mark? I don't need you to scratch back. I just like cheesesteak. Got it. I'll keep my hands off. So you. he uh, opens the door and lets you into the archive area. There is a uh, young woman inside. You're guessing she's probably like an intern, or some kind of magical society, a young librarian keeping the book's in order as you go in. Can I help you with something? Um, you just point me in the dirt. Wait, before, um, did he give me the name of the book that, uh, these kids got a hold of? Uh, yeah, he did. It's called the, uh, Gothanomicon. Gothanomicon, nice. They're gonna summon Uncle Bob himself. Um, uh, you can just point me in the direction of the card catalog. I'm just doing a little, uh, little late night research here. Well, I'm, I'm here to assist you. Is there something I can help you find? Yeah, sure. I'm looking for a book called the Gothanomicon. Hmm. Do you have a copy? We do. So she uh, invites you to sit down on one of the the tables there. She uh, scurries off for a moment and comes back um, a little while later with like a pretty hefty tome she's approaching it looks like it's a big leather bound as it gets closer though you think it's actually bound in flesh that's been dyed like blackish brown it's kind of mottled <laughs> worn at the edges it's like there's still some fingernails on it and they're painted there black the binding is all <laughs> the binding is sewn together by like a hair blonde hair that's clearly been dyed black with like manic manic panic is, is holding it all together. She puts the, the book down in front of you. You start to flip through it, and it's kind of like a bunch of... Some things that you would dismiss as like parlor tricks. You're like, like you know the old Bloody Mary. You say that in a mirror. Yeah, yeah. It's got stuff like that in it. But it's got like some summoning rituals and things like that that do carry some real weight. Mm-hmm. Anybody, like, in particular, or anything, any, like, demonic names I recognize? Um, yeah, there is. There is, there's really no move for that. Uh, there's names in there. You do recognize. You recognize. So most of the, I mean, I don't think you're, like, a real demonologist. Maybe you are. Correct me if uh, I'm wrong. It's more like you've been no. ushered into this world by this deal you made. So some of the names... Right. That um, you recognize are sort of the bigger ones: uh, Asmodee, Baal, Baphomet. So you see them kind of invoking these like devils and demons of lore that you've heard, but it's hard to tell what's legit and what isn't. But clearly, something in here reached your god. They did yeah. uh, th- these women at Moore. They did something that got you, you know, that got him on their their radar, and it's reached out to yeah. him. So there's definitely stuff in there. Okay. All right. Um, so what I really want to do is um, I want to look for, like, something in there that, like, looks cool, like a symbol, like a magic circle or something that I think um, 
probably like would have caught these kids eye when they were going through it okay you know like I j- i'm just looking for like cool symbols and shit that um if they saw it they would recognize it and be like oh shit that's what yeah I'm there's doing. a ton of stuff like that there's a lot of like magic circles different ways to arrange your incense and candles some of them seem specifically configured to fit in dorm rooms and so there's a, a, definitely <laughs> a lot of stuff like that and if you you, know, you take your chalk lines and connect them they make all sorts of different stuff. So there's things in there. And if these people are familiar with the book, they certainly may recognize some of them. Um, what do you want one to look like? Is there any, a particular vibe um, you're going for? Violent power, hidden secrets? Probably like hidden secrets, you know, like the kind of stuff. It's got to be like aesthetically like pleasing, maybe even a little kishy though. Uh, you know, like the kind of thing college students yeah, there, There's into. one ritual where... Everyone, everyone students. present, one at a time, they have to speak their deepest secret out loud and share it and bind it to the other people that they're with. Oh, yeah. Like, they're all over that bullshit. Yeah, that, that definitely um, strikes as something that uh, a college-age person might be into. All right. So, I... Um, uh. I go over. I take the book over to the uh, Xerox machine and there, uh, there make a photo. There is not a Xerox machine here. Fuck. There is, there I, is I however, got... like a big stack of just like blank papers, and if you just like place the book on it, it like scribes itself onto that. So it's. Kind of, I'm really going. Oh, really? It, so it, it, that's it's cool. the same function as a Xerox, but that's but, good. but magical. <laughs> Okay, I did want that Xerox aesthetic, but that's why we're going to go to Staples later. Uh, so that's okay. Um, that Xerox aesthetic, you can't miss out on that. Yeah, what we're what we're doing here, Carl? We're making is, sh- oh, we're making show flyers. We're making some flyers for a little occult reading group, uh, a little <laughs> university occult reading group club, uh, and that's going to be the honey pot to uh, draw our little flies in. I love what I'm hearing right now. All right. So uh, I make a copy of that. Uh, you like the magic this, the circle corruption for that. of like innocent human youth, Carl? I hey, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna give them some real talk. You know how I'm gonna. T- you know how they're gonna know it's real. I'm gonna sit on a chair backwards. Whoa, whoa, whoa okay. Whoa, whoa. That's that makes it extremely real. <laughs> I, I'm gonna straddle that chair, and they're gonna know what's up. <laughs> oh boy! What are you fucking potsy? All right. Um, is that Ralph Mouth? Who said one of them sat on a chair backwards? Man, my happy days knowledge is rusty. I used to be able to tell you anything about happy days. Any? Anyway. I wish I knew, I wish I still knew what bars didn't card. Maybe uh, Randy does. I don't know. I don't want to go to bars that don't card. Yeah, I know. I just want for this particular application for uh, where to say the reading group will be. Um, I'm glad that Oscar started carding. It's nice. And Mako's has been closed for a couple of years now. That place, not that I really ever spent any time in Mako's, but. Wait, where was that? Was that on South Street? Yeah, it was at like uh, 3rd and South. Wasn't there like a pizza place above it? Right next door to it is Lorenzo's. No, wasn't there like. Uh, yeah, yeah well, Lorenzo's ain't the same since it it's burned true. down. It's a different place. Yeah. About the, you know about the grape jelly. You've talked about that, right? No. That's the secret ingredient in the pizza. No, You're no, dude, go there and look. It's there. like it's there. Like it's not really put, a secret. Where do they put they it? Put it in the gravy. No it's shit. Cut with fucking grape jelly. 
What the <laughs> fuck? Hundred percent. Go in goes, there and look under the counter. There's jars. They did before it burned always, down, and and they do now. They after. always have. Yeah, man. Did you ever? This is a fucking old Philadelphia experience that no one will ever have again. But eating a slice of Lorenzo's in that fucking back room, that fucking hall of mirrors <laughs> oh, they had. That yeah. place was bizarre. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. and there was, was like a, shit like drawn all over the walls before it, right? Like there was like. It was a tiny hallway. The only place to eat your pizza in Lorenzo's, the way it was laid out before it burnt down, was that you would walk down this tiny hallway uh, into a small room that was all mirrors <laughs> on the wall. Terrible, like, fluorescent lighting. And, like, there was just a shelf for you to put your slice and of pizza And, of course, on. the, the shelf, shelf is tiny, and the pizza is the biggest It's tiny as shit. <laughs> this shelf is, like, is, like... Five inches. Five inches. It's very very narrow. So what you have to do to eat a slice of pizza in the back of Lorenzo's is come face to face with your (laughs) drunken 2 a.m. fucking most poorly lit version of your face right in this fucking mirror as you shove this grease slice into it. And... You're looking. You're not looking at yourself once. You're in a hall of mirrors, so you're seeing this hideous visage repeated infinity, infinity times, just off in the distance. It's like some weird, fucking trashy version of 2001. It's fucking weird. The Space Odyssey or something. Dude, the thing about Lorenzo's Pizza, and it, I don't know if it's still true, you can go there any time of day, and there is the drunkest motherfucker you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> yeah. You know, just like some guy who's just like. Barely holding it together. Like, oh, there's a drunk person with the spins at, uh, oh, I don't know, 11 a.m. That's what Lorenzo's is all about. If you need a pizza (laughs) that can double as a blanket, you got to get it. I got to say, I have enjoyed the shit out of that pizza over the years. I fucking love it. That is some good pizza. Oh, yeah, no doubt. The cheese is so, like, dense. I don't know how they do it. Can I I get pepperoni on that? No. Can I get? No. no. Can I? No. We have one fucking thing, and you're gonna eat it. It's a grape jelly pizza. That's the thing. Now they have like toppings. But you can never. Shit. You were never able to get to- toppings on a slice, or can you now? I think you can now. That's what I'm saying. Like new Lorenzo's is. They used the same. to offer, I think, just pepperoni and sausage, but you had to get an entire pie. The best and a pie right. would come in two boxes. That what? Yeah, was it was up so with big that. because they couldn't fit. The pizza was so fucking big; it wouldn't fit in a normal pizza box. Like, if you got yeah, a pie, it was, it was half a pie in each box. It was, like, three-foot wide pieces, you know? I, like, I would, sometimes I would go there when I lived at, uh, I lived at um, Second and Catherine for a long time, and I worked right almost next, when I worked at the bagel store there, I was, like, right next door to Lorenzo's, practically. So I had a fair amount of Lorenzo's, man, and, like, it's fucking hard to eat two slices of that. Yeah. Those pizzas are fucking enormous. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right, so... Um, I, I also like grab like some, some make some fo- some magical photocopies of just like some text from the book, just like random shit. I'm just grabbing source material and stuff okay. uh, to whip these flyers up. There's a lot of stuff in like that undecipherable uh, death metal font. <laughs> yeah, great, <laughs> excellent. Tons of that stuff. Okay, cool. And you're pretty sure you see what. Uh, Pete Steele from Typo Negative is also in the book. Nice. A little goth, hardcore crossover there. It's his pictures from Playgirl. Oh, nice. I didn't know he was yeah, in he Playgirl. Was legit That's dope. In Play- Playgirl. Did he show his whole Dude, DP? He's got in a it? pretty enormous dick. 
Nice. <laughs> yeah, but he's like nine Yeah, he's tall. also gigantic, handsome. Like, he's pretty much got it all. Yeah. <laughs> Norbert. And, and, and a goth icon. Yeah. And kind of a hardcore icon, too, man. He gets weird credibility. Yeah, most metalheads I know, like, Yeah, love, he gets weird credibility in, like, the New York hardcore scene. He was in some band. I cannot remember the name of them. Yeah, he, he was, was in, in a, a bunch of yeah, hardcore But band. then, like, it's all those bands kind of fucking were ancestral. And, like, yeah. it's this band and Pete Steele's playing bass for them for this tour for three weeks and shit. Like, he was from New York and knew all those dudes, it seems. That's cool. Strong scene. Uh, all right, so I got all that material together. Um, I wonder, I guess Staples is fucking closed. Anything else you want from the uh, secret research spot below the free um, library? I- which is I'd now like to do something. you're also getting weird vibes now from the free lots of from the free ride from the neighborhood because now they're right next door. There's this enormous Mormon temple and that high rise apartment that's right next to it. It's definitely changed the scene a little bit. It's been a minute since you were over here, and you're definitely getting some oh, yeah. energy from the uh, Mormon temple next door where the family court is. Wait, is there a Mormon temple there? Yeah, now? where the family court building was right next door. Oh, I didn't know that. I always say I'm going to go to the library, and I never do. <laughs> the internet. Why would you need to? Because it's just cool. The library is just cool. Like, it's air-conditioned in the summertime. That is true. You can look at porno on the computers if you have no shame. No one can stop you. It's not illegal. It's <laughs> true. So, anything else, then, from the research area? I, I, ha- I would like to yeah, do wh- something. What are you doing, Carl? Uh, I had a weird run-in when I was uh, hunting down... Yobu, with a cab driver, and I'd like to pick up the the Gothanomicon, okay, and uh, go to the Gothanomicon's index and look for uh, Tom Fabe. Tom Fabe. Um, you do not see the name Tom Fabe listed in the index. However, why don't you roll your mind? The most uh, erogenous. <laughs> the biggest, the largest erogenous the largest zone. Erogenous zone. Uh, I have rolled a seven. A seven. So you're looking kind of for Tom Fabe and this thing flipping through it. You don't see it, but however, in writing it down and looking at it, the letters in your knit, like, you feel like there's like an anagram there. But with a seven, you can't quite piece it together. Fuck. Wait, what was the name? Tom Fabe? Yeah. T-O-M-P-H-A-B-E. Who could it be? P-H-A-B? T-O-M-P-H-A-B-E. The mysterious Tom 